we get better with practice. Mm-hmm. And so if we're starting young to make it a habit that they call on the Holy Spirit, even if they think it's dumb when they reach adolescence, there is a part of them that will automatically have that posture Yes, to do that. Yes, absolutely. And so we build good habits. That's what we're in right now in, in religion class with Mrs. McCormick, talking about vices and virtues and building good habits. Yes. And so it really is. It's, it's building that habit of prayer that leans into our superpower. And then the kids recognize it as they get older, which mm-hmm. is like really exciting. Yeah. This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org 52 sponsorships. Welcome to Beyond Sunday, and happy almost Pentecost. Happy almost Pentecost. This is a podcast for parents like us who are striving to weave the Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm Rocky McCormick, your other co-host. Take a seat, light a candle, and take a deep breath. But join us as we talk, laugh, well, let's hope we don't cry, about our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God in our everyday lives. All right, Nicole, opening question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? That is a very difficult question because there are so many good ones, especially with the birth of like all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, fair. But I think I'm going to go old school and Mm -hmm. say I would like to bilocate. That is one I always forget about. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, Just imagine how much more efficient you could be like in momming <laughs> you could be in two places at once oh i could be home making dinner and driving the kids to whatever it is they need to go to like the laundry would always right. be clean no because i still probably wouldn't choose to do that you would just use one of yourselves to like take a nap mm-hmm. oh 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 you hadn't considered that no i had before. not considered that. <laughs> now the whole world is opening up for me because mm. i always go with something cheesy like healing I would like to heal the world. I mean, yes, those are all marvelous things, too. I'm not trying to, you know. But hey, why not both? I could be bilocating and healing like all kinds of things, including my need for sleep. It's true. It's true. I I do also think flying would be fun. Oh, yeah. I think I'd get motion sickness. (laughs) That wouldn't be good for anyone. My husband says I would get lost if I were flying because I would have to be like only so many feet off the ground to know where I am. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> He's like, okay, you so have no, so, no navigation. So maybe we'll stick with bilocation. Yes, yes. Although would they need to give you a sign when you bilocate to the next place so that you know where you are? Maybe. Hmm. Like are we talking quantum leap where like you have to take a minute to figure out what era you have bilocated that, to? That is a possibility, yes. Yes, right. I might need a map. All right, we're, we're going south. <laughs> Let's get back on track because, okay. you know, I'm not being super random and we haven't been watching too many Marvel movies. Godzilla movies, maybe. Marvel movies, <laughs> no. But I ask because this weekend we celebrate Pentecost and the descent of the Holy Spirit. Yay. And I love Pentecost. I love me a good Holy Spirit-filled church. When I was in high school, people would ask mm-hmm. me what my favorite holiday was. Yes. Yeah. And of course, I would always say Pentecost. See, I really this is why you and I are friends. Yes. And Tara. It's just so exciting. It is. It's so fun. I mean, it's 
fire. Like, yes. come on, who doesn't like tongues of fire? I yes. don't know. That sounds weird. Because now I'm thinking of like flaming hot Cheetos, and I'm like, no, I don't like a tongue of fire. From <laughs> I don't that. like those that. Either. I do not like. Mm-hmm. All right, but anyway, really, the Holy Spirit is our superpower. Amen. Right. If we're talking about a life of faith, the Holy Spirit is what animates us. Yes. It is what supercharges. Or like, if we're talking video games in Mario, like it would be a power up. Mm. So like. The It'd mushroom, be like the superstar. Right. Okay. Superstar. Yes. There we go. You know, he he jumps out. And it's like. Did you guys watch the, yes. the Super Mario Brothers yes. the movie? I yeah, appreciate it. The music it. was accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a nod back to my childhood. <laughs> anyway, again, we're really like squirrel. Yes. Today we are. It's because it's spring. This is so. It so feels true. very yeah. spring now, and May is very busy, as you. We have already discussed before May has been very busy. We have. So I guess our question this week is really like, we're approaching Pentecost. How do we talk about the Holy Spirit with our littles? And then how do we invite him to move within our little domestic churches at whatever stage of life we're in, I guess? This is a great time to really call upon the Holy Spirit. So how do we do that in a way that's, you know, age appropriate and easy to understand? Not playing with matches. Not... Probably no matches. No. I mean, a bonfire. Well, not with the little ones. A bonfire is Might fun. Good yeah. Idea. I mean, there are a lot of fire things you can do. Sparklers. Sparklers are fun. Yeah. I mean, really, like, if you take a look at the creative ways we can live liturgically around mm-hmm. Pentecost, the opportunities are endless. Absolutely. But I, I think, so that we don't get caught up in the, sim- the symbolism, mm-hmm. what are we actually asking our families? What is our, or what is being asked of our families yeah. as we approach Pentecost? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind whenever we talk about Pentecost is that sealing with the Holy Spirit that happens at the Sacrament of Confirmation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if any of you have tweens and teens right now, you know that it's confirmation season. It's wrapping up right now as we speak. Um, and and that's how I talk about it with my kids. I always talk about how you're kind of being sealed in. Like you have the Holy Spirit, but right. you've had it this whole right. time, right? Right. But like it, he's really in there now. Like he's. <laughs> I try to make it out like he's not coming out. <laughs> that's funny. And and I know when I was um, coming through my own faith formation journey, you know, yeah. I was raised in the church. Um, confirmation was really a beautiful experience for me. It really mm-hmm. did truly um, inspire me in so many ways that I don't think I really fully understood mm-hmm. uh, before that point. And I remember coming through, you know, sacramental preparation and being told, like, these are all these fruits, the, the gifts that you can receive at confirmation, and, and the Holy Spirit is is going to, like, literally, you know, well, not literally, but figuratively, <laughs> light you on fire, right? Like, he's going to set you on fire. He's going to set you yeah. ablaze. And I remember being just filled with, like, the zeal for the church, being mm. inspired, you know, that, that wonder and awe that comes with it, and just really, like, my eyes being opened in a mm-hmm. way that mm-hmm. was almost, like, supernatural yeah. experience. Um, well, and it was it really beautiful. Yeah, it was definitely super. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It was definitely supernatural. Yeah. But I had never really experienced that type sure. of awakening before, and it was it was life changing for you know little right. eighth grade. <coughs> I was confirmed as an adult because I went through RCIA, mm-hmm. or it's OCIA now. Anyway, we don't need to get into that minutia. But I remember at my confirmation, like weeping. Mm. as I was being sealed with the Holy Spirit. And I had zero language to process that because, you know, they don't prep you for that during RCA. Like, you learn the the facts. Yeah. But they don't necessarily prepare you for the emotion yes. that goes with it or what's going sure. on. Sure, And so later, 
I heard a priest refer to it as a charism of tears, Mm. that you are so moved by the Holy Spirit in that encounter that you are moved to tears. Like there is no other way to express the love that is being poured into you Mm. and the grace that is being poured into you other than it pouring out of your eyes. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm not, and we've talked about that because I'm not really a crier. So that's not my first inclination, especially in public, especially at the age of 20 in front of my friends in college. Yes. We have have been doing this long enough to know that you're not a crier. So that is actually. If I'm crying, it is by myself weeping into my pillow. Yes. Right? It's very insightful. It is. And so just being so filled in that moment and that relationship really has continued into the whole of my faith life. Like we talked about how I'm not really a merry girl. Mm -hmm. While, yes, I I do wear my medal (laughs) of Our Lady of Guadalupe and I do love all the different apparitions. And so maybe I'm more of a merry girl than, than I acknowledge. Um, but the Holy Spirit has been my go-to in prayer. And mm. I just remember, you know, in, in Scripture, it says that the Holy Spirit groans for us when we don't have the words. Yeah. And the first time experiencing that, mm-hmm. to be resting in the Spirit and to feel the Spirit praying in me and through me. Mm, that's beautiful. Was so powerful. Yeah. And led, has led to so many different little mystical moments, even in my prayer life. Yes, mystical moments is a great way to mm-hmm. describe that because when you are able, when you open yourself up to be more aware right. and you invite the Holy Spirit in, you start to experience it in a completely different way. And sometimes it is just a moment, right? It's not, it's not like everything you do is amazing. Oh, right. <laughs> but no, you no, no, just no, no, have no. these moments where you're like, thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that he's speaking to you or that he's inspiring you in a particular way that you wouldn't have come to on your own. Yes, and just that awareness is such a gift. Yeah, absolutely. So when we're talking about this with our kids, especially the littler ones, Mm -hmm. number one, we've already maybe talked about the Trinity a little bit, but sometimes that mystery of the Trinity can be kind of challenging, and I think we're gonna talk about it more next week too. Right. But um, when, when we talk about, you know, three persons and one God, and we talk about who the Holy Spirit really Mm -hmm. is, I think the simpler is, better sure so it's just a white dove it no no oh okay it's not a white dove it's not a tongue of fire maybe you talk about the tongue of fire (laughs) fine my kids were like like a tongue like like Like, oh i don't know is it a tongue no no no. (laughs) so the the short answer that we always give is that the holy spirit is the love of god god's love is so big it became a person right and i always i always said it's a life-giving love of god like that god the father loves god the son so much and god the son loves god the father so much Mm -hmm. that that love has brought forth this animating life yes force if you will you know yes. if you're into into star wars and and he inspires and he guides us and right. he and, and he's there for us to, to i so when they get bigger i like yeah. to talk about this like, like kind of internal signal or this like little right. internal it's compass almost yeah um like kind of like jiminy cricket <laughs> and i know i probably sound super old referring to jiminy oh, cricket don't i don't kids know don't watch pinocchio i don't know i don't know it's kind of dark was there like a new one recently no they haven't that... live action to that one yet oh okay or maybe they have and i just haven't seen it sorry we're old guys <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so kind of like a jiminy cricket like we talk about how mm-hmm. um their bodily experience can even signal that and and the idea is just to like point them to be more aware yeah of what can be happening inside their hearts right and and how that can be signaled by what they're experiencing in their body so i'll say something like you know like when you get really hot like after you've told a lie <laughs> or like your heart beats really fast when mm-hmm. you're about to do something that you know you probably shouldn't be doing and i talk about how that could be the Holy Spirit moving in you, mm-hmm. like inspiring you or or nudging you 
to do the right thing. Yeah, and then conversely, I like to think of, like I've said before, kind of the animator. So it's the thing that gives us energy. Yeah. So it's what brings love alive. So what are the things that really, really make you feel alive, that you Mm -hmm. love to do in a good way? Yeah. You know, so the Holy Spirit helps to reveal to us what God has placed in us, our purpose, our desires, our talents. And so like back to that whole idea of the superpower. I've already said this, but I tell them it's like that power up they have in their pocket. It's mm. that, that secret, like, yes. secret, um, I don't want to say a secret weapon because it's not a weapon, but it is. It's that secret source of energy, that power up. Or, you know what, if we have Star Wars on the brain, because, <laughs> you know. Anyway, I have Star Wars. Are you going to say midi chlorians because oh, gosh, some of no, us I have issues not. with that? Okay. No, that's too specific <laughs> for this mom. I am not that I just aware. Just to make sure we weren't going there. Oh. <laughs> no. It's an area of, of yeah, uh, no. controversy. No, not at all. Okay. So I was going to talk about the Force. Oh, the Force. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. you know, may the Force be with you or may the Fourth be with you, Revenge of the Sith. It is the May. Anyway, putting on that. <laughs> But like, you know, saying may the force be with you mm-hmm. in the Catholic response to that would be mm-hmm. and, with and with your, your spirit. spirit. Mm. So like yeah. it all works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, like it is. It is that whisper, that nudge. Yeah. That thing within you that is that guiding force or the one that's really that voice in your head that's like, that's kind of that's a dumb idea. A idea. <laughs> right? Yeah. And speaking of the whisper, I think that's the other mm-hmm. goal when mm-hmm. we're talking to our kids about being open and allowing the spirit to move through us is the idea of being docile to the Holy Spirit, docility, that that kind of like sense of being more flexible Mm -hmm. to what he might be asking. So if you're not like a superhero fan ready to take on the bad guys, (laughs) or dare I say, like if you're not super extroverted, if you're not an extra kind of person and you're like, but that is not me. I am not the person like all fiery and ready to go. Or if your kid isn't. Yes, or if your child is not, right. right? That doesn't doesn't, like exclude you from the movement of the Holy Spirit, right? He just might be speaking to you in a completely different way. You might be called upon to act in a different way, to Mm be flexible, to uh, move in the right direction in a more subtle way because we all have an important role to play in this, right? We all are part of this larger church, but inside our own little domestic churches too. Mm -hmm. We all have an important role to play no matter how we were built. Oh, 100%. So, you know, maybe you're a Marvel superhero or maybe you're a contemplative Jedi. There you go. But honestly, like you, if we take a look at First Corinthians chapter twelve, you know Saint Paul tells us it is one body but many parts, and mm, so the Holy Spirit yeah. is going to move us to act in different ways within the role that God has placed upon us yeah. within the larger church and within the domestic church and in the world too. You know, thinking into my own experiences of the Holy Spirit, it also changes over time, for sure. Like I had as talking earlier about how I had these really profound encounters in that mystical prayer with the Holy Spirit, Um, praying in the spirit, contemplative imagination, praying in tongues, and those mystical encounters, but that requires a bit of silence. Yeah. And so with three kids running around, sometimes that just isn't how that happens anymore. But we've talked about this, praying on your feet, that now how I encounter the Holy Spirit a lot of times in my prayer is in that quiet whisper in the moment that tells me, oh, maybe I should look this way or do this something. You know, yeah. that that is like giving me wisdom. Yeah. More so than it is that mystical encounter with him revealing some beautiful thing to me, like I'm going to have a son or 
Right. My, fia- my boyfriend is going to propose to me. Like yeah. Those are things that were revealed to me in prayer mm-hmm. in as much as Tim likes to say that it was my mother, not the Holy Spirit. My mom did not call me <laughs> the night before he proposed. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely came to me as I was praying on my couch. Uh, but now it is very much more that nudge of wisdom. Yeah, so I think in, in our houses that looks like, you know, pulling your family together Mm -hmm. in like a moment of excitement or a moment where you're about to do something that might feel kind of like difficult or challenging even in calling Mm -hmm. on the Holy Spirit to be with you as a family. And then also like in our own personal spirituality um, that we're calling on him to inspire us, to guide us, um, especially in those challenging moments as parents, like when the kids are, are just like cranked up to 11 and we're late for something and we still haven't found that library book that's been missing for three weeks. (laughs) The one that you find at the end of summer and you take back at the beginning. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, and honestly, I think that regrouping and refocusing ourselves is a a beautiful way. And one of the prayers that I really love to the Holy Spirit is one that's attributed to St. Augustine. And I don't do this enough, and so a lot of times I find that as we're preparing for these podcasts, it reminds me of things that our family should already be doing, mm. or that maybe I should um, recommit to. So kind our plan the, is working. I know, right? <laughs> it's making me more mindful right. and intentional in the way that I parent and, and uh, pray. You know, do it because we don't. We don't want to be the do as I do not, or do as I say and not yeah. as I do. And so it does. It makes me reflect on on what we are doing and that, that my words match our actions. And and one of the prayers that I is just so beautiful and is such a beautiful beginning to my day is, you know, understanding the power of the Holy Spirit to help us do all the things. It's mm-hmm. not just prayer. It's all the things. Mm-hmm. And so the prayer of Saint Augustine is, "Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that all my thoughts may be holy." Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. And I love how it encompasses all the things, our thoughts, our actions. Yeah. You know, our loves. Mm-hmm. And it's just this multidimensional prayer to the Holy Spirit to be with us in all the things. Sure, and it and it nods to this idea that so many of the things we encounter in our everyday lives yeah. are called to be holy. Right, everything in is called to way. be holy. Yes. Right. Like we're, everything, all that we do ought to glorify God. Yes. You know, and I talk to my students about this all the time, that everything you do, every word you speak, every choice you make is a decision. You're either choosing Christ right. to either be with or grow closer or not. Sure. Every choice. That is so hard when they get to be a little bigger and they want to assert that independence. Well, sure. You know, especially like I would say we definitely see that challenge when they hit three. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, I think I've mentioned here before, our toddlers all go to law school when they turn three and become lawyers and have to negotiate everything with us and tell us that we're wrong. Our three majors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also right around that like seven, eight-year-old period oh, where yeah. they have that deep sense of justice yeah. and they want to go to bat That's for everything fair. they believe should be good and true. Yeah. <laughs> which, and then, is, which is 
it's a weird list of things. I'm not going to lie. Is. Some of them are good, and yes. some of them are just random. Yes. And then, of course, adolescence is where we really Absolutely. see this come out. And so, like, the more we can talk about this and the more we make inviting the Holy Spirit into our lives part of our everyday language, right. the better. Yeah. Well, and again, like, it's building that muscle memory, right? Yes. Like, we get better with practice. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're starting young to make it a habit that they call on the Holy Spirit, even if they think it's dumb when they reach adolescence, there is a part of them that will automatically have that posture Yes, to do that. Yes, absolutely. And so we build good habits. That's what we're in right now in, in religion class with Mrs. McCormick, talking about vices and virtues and building good habits. Yes. And so it really is. It's, it's building that habit of prayer that leans into our superpower. And then the kids recognize it as they get older, which is like really exciting. Yeah. Um, I talked to a group of eighth graders getting ready for a confirmation earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And when I asked them about, you know, what it like, why do you want this? You know, right. just like in, I, I made it very casual. It was not like a quiz or anything. I was just like, <laughs> why do you, like, like, why are you guys here? Why do you want this? No, like sp- interrogative spotlight on them. No, no. there was no interrogation. Good. It was very casual. Good. They were eating Cheetos. Um, <laughs> Flaming we had just Cheetos? played a game. No, I think they were regular no. Cheetos. So anyway. No tongues of fire. Excellent. They, okay. um, they, they had really thoughtful responses. Like even the kids who mm-hmm. you could tell were like still trying to wrap their head around this whole like confirmation Holy Spirit yeah. thing were like, I don't have, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but mm-hmm. I know I need him. Right. Right. Like right. they were aware enough to know, like, this is a good thing and yeah. I see it in other people and I don't, I don't have all the words yeah. to say exactly, but I know it's something I want. And I know it's something I need. And I thought that was a really beautiful way for them to express it, like in their, within their own abilities where they are right now. Right. And I think too, that we get stuck in the, you know, some of these kids are coming through because... It is, they're being made to do that. Mm-hmm. They're being made to be there. And this is the end of their journey. This is their graduation. Confirmation is not a graduation. Can I just throw that in there real quick? Confirmation is not a graduation. You are not graduating from religious a, education. It is a stirring up of the spirit to live a life of faith and discipleship. Thank you. That has been your PSA for this morning. Amen. <laughs> but truly, I think it doesn't matter why they're there. They're there. Yes. And so the more that we can help them to own what is happening, to give them language and help them explore that on their own, not just fill them with our words, but to help them to discover their own. Yeah, and stir up right? that desire. Yeah. Like, this is something I want. I don't know why, but right. I want it. Right, and what it, who is the Holy Spirit? And I Spirit? can recognize that it's good. Right, and what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Let's talk about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't just a pretty ceremony and you get a party. Yeah. There are things that are happening. Mm that are going to be with you the rest of your life, whether you acknowledge it or not. And I think that's the other thing. Yeah. That the efficacy of the sacrament yeah. exists. So that inward grace mm-hmm. given by the outward sign is a yes. good, a good yeah. and real thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And it will pop up in ways you don't even know. Yes. You don't even know yet. Yeah. So really building that muscle memory, like you yeah. said in the beginning, yep. is what's going to make them all the more aware as they get right. older. And I love seeing that come out in the kids as they start recognizing him, speaking to them, moving them, encouraging them. And I would encourage the parents whose kids are a little lackadaisical or maybe not super enthusiastic about going to confirmation, going to faith formation, getting their confirmation, just continue to pray for them and with them. Pray with them in the Holy Spirit. You know, they might roll their eyes at you, but I think that's, you know, they just have to. Yeah. Part of it is just as a teenager, those are things you must do. Roll your eyes at your parents. Check. (laughs) 
but they they're not it. I don't like I think that is the unsacramental thing like I don't think that the outer expression is what's interiorly going on oh them, yes right like it's Thank almost anti sacrament oh I think there are a lot of parents who need to hear that that just because they're rolling their eyes at you doesn't, doesn't mean they mean, don't hear you no or that they think that what you're saying is dumb yeah it's again just a rite of passage. It's just something they do. Mm. Developmentally appropriate, relationally frustrating. Yes. Right? Yes. Amen. So I think the Holy Spirit is still working. Like the, it, it doesn't depend on us other than having a posture of being present. Yes. Which can be challenging. Well, right? sure. Mm. Sure. Well, you guys, this is really our hope for you this coming week as we approach Pentecost to, inc- we want to encourage you as a family to pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to be with you. Yeah. To talk about what a gift he is to all of us and why Pentecost was such a beautiful celebration and why we continue to celebrate it in the church um, even now. Um, is it wrong that I heard the what a gift in Father Mike Spitz's voice? <laughs> what a gift. What a gift. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty famous. So no, I yeah. don't think that's... Okay. Um, but our challenge for you this week is, yes, praying the Holy Spirit. And if you're looking for a prayer, if you're not sure how to say that, if you go to 52sundays.com, this coming Sunday includes a prayer as part of the family challenge, and it's the Veni Sancti Spiritus prayer. And you which don't is have a to pray it in way Latin. to do it. No, you don't have to pray it in Latin. You can pray it in English. <laughs> you can pray it in whatever way you want. Right. But we do give you the words in case you're not sure yeah. exactly what you want to be saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. But again, just it can be as simple as come Holy Spirit. Amen. Right. I think sometimes we complicate the words that we have to say. Mm-hmm. And there are beautiful prayers, but if you're struggling, you can just. Come, Holy Spirit. Yes, you can sing a little Francesca Battistelli if you like. I'm not allowed. <laughs> See, to you're sing getting too right advanced. Now. You're getting too advanced for us now. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> come, Holy Spirit. Veni Sancti Spiritus. Prayer on fifty two Sundays Regardless of how you do it, thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We do hope your families are renewed with an outpouring of the Holy Spirit this weekend as we celebrate Pentecost. Find more episodes at fifty two Sundays slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Beyond Sunday has been sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pymusa.org slash 52 sponsorships.